Folks, wow, it is great to be back. I cannot believe I'm saying this. It is a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight. I'm here at Studio D, Maniac, DJ Supreme at their houses. Show sponsor, Picasso's Pizza. But guys, it's just a great feeling to be back. We've been doing a lot of work to get this, you know, OBS, everything, you know, uploaded for everyone so we can finally start these, you know, Trainwreck tonight shows. But Maniac, DJ Supreme, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well. Shout out to everyone staying safe and healthy during quarantine. Same goes for you boys. Yeah, I would echo that same sentiment. Um, staying safe, staying at home. But a big shout out to those who are, you know, whose jobs require them to be out in the public. Hope everyone out there is staying safe, not just the three of us. Seriously, that's been the motto. Stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, this is the quarantine edition of Trainwreck tonight, episode one. Guys, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of getting into a routine right now. You know, I'm very lucky to be in walking distance of a Wegmans, an outlet liquor, a consumer. So, you know, life for me is pretty simple. You know, I don't have kids. I don't have pets. So, you know, my life is waking up, working that eight to five. And then, yeah, this is what life is nowadays. Now it's good to see some somewhat sports are coming back. It was great to have UFC this past Saturday. You see more sports are coming ahead this weekend, but that's what my quarantine's been all about, Maniac. Very audacious UFC with all that chalk covering. Very interesting event. I mean, part that I, I don't want to say frustrates me because everyone's on the same boat and everyone's working on it to together, but it's just tough to see like certain people, I mean, groups of people, obviously, like getting ready to get back to normal living and, you know, not really distancing that much. And then, Certain people are. So it's just be fun for everyone to get on the same page. But you're right. Normalcy, sports, they're back. It's great to see. I mean, obviously, we've had Madden Sims. People have been betting on darts for the past four to six weeks. But it seems like sports don't want to speak too soon, but might be on their way back full time. Right. Not, and betting on the weather as well. Give a shout out to our guy, Aaron Mankowski, uh, way back at the beginning of the quarantine. I mean, it's it's been all sorts of equilibrium shifts I think I've, I've been getting used to the new routine in terms of work from home, um, distancing from everyone, just taking advantage of this time to work on things that, you know, fall to the bottom of the priority list or things that I make excuses for otherwise, you know, cleaning stuff up, working out, you know, eating better. And it's, I've, I've yeah. been eating as well as I have in in months, if not years, you know, being here and, and keeping things at home. So. You know, there's there's a lot of negatives, you know, being distant from everyone and not having that social interaction. Definitely tough, you know, for for all of us. And, you know, I, on the flip side of that, you got to look at all the positives in terms of, you know, how this could be of a benefit. And then, you know, how much better everything will be once society begins to reopen. So that's what I, that's what keeps me focused. Now, I, I honestly feel like I'm starting to feel like a maniac a little bit. Like, look at this, this hair... This beard, I've never had a beard in my entire life. This hair has never been this long in my entire life. So, I don't know. This quarantine, haven't gotten a haircut or shaved since March 12th. That was a Thursday before I was supposed to go to Cleveland for the MAC tournament. And we know how that panned out, that they canceled the MAC tournament. And the UB Bulls are still defending champs. I mean, nobody else has a banner in their uh, gym. That's all I'll say on that matter. But... uh... Al, you can't say you're becoming like me. That's like when Derek Zoolander goes and works in the mine for one day. And his dad's like, he's like, I just want to make you proud of 
Damn it, Derek! You've been down there one day. Talk to me in thirty years. We're going on. We're going on three and a half years here, Al. Talk to me. Talk to me when you're choking on your own hair when you take a deep breath in. That's not three and a half years. Three and a half years. When did your tweet come out? Not three and a half years ago. I mean, it, I had a I had a strong you know going into that. I had a good strong pace going into that. Oh, I'm okay. I thought like you meant like your tweet and when you started this was three and a half years ago. I'm pretty sure it was that basically. Was- it was basically three years ago. I think I'm taking the under on that three and a half. L. 2.7 years ago, the, tri- the tweet went out. 2.7. Yeah, okay, all right. I, I don't know what's so hard to believe. You guys have been giving me shit for friggin' 18 months. So just put that into perspective. And you've been... Yeah, because you deserve it. You've been the you state farm agent dangling... I'm doing this for the people. Since the beginning, I've been trying to will the Sabres to the playoffs, and you guys have just been detrimental to that whole cause. I'm trying to drive this team back to the promised land, trying to get the Sabres back on that warpath. Right. Is there still any chance the Sabres can make the playoffs? I mean, they could, they could always rule it, but like apparently they're going to rule it one way or the other. No one, no one knows. No one knows if they're going to go back and play, honestly. The NBA and the NHL are in, are in a tough spot. Yeah. Very Think tough about where spot. they are. But they should be closing in on the conference finals at this point. Yeah, you saw Adam Silver put out some tweets. Not tweets. He put out, you know, he had a conversation with someone talking about it's going to be a very challenging season ahead. He's pretty much making the NBA aware that, yeah, 40% of their sales and profits are because of the fans. And this season, they're, he's like pretty much making them aware of it's probably not going to happen with fans. So it's it's he's a great commissioner that comes out there, gets them ready. You know, he was one of the first, I'm pretty sure he was the first sport to come out and just shut down the league and cancel it here and stop, and stop it right then and there. Then the NHL followed suit, as did other sports, but... Silver's always on top of it, those silver snakes. Yeah. They, Never sleep on those silver snakes. No, and a question for you, too, because I've been trying to keep up with it the best I can, but has there been any talk of continuing this season into what would normally be the beginning of next season, for example? Like if, like for the playoffs to take place in September, October, versus just starting from scratch saying, hey, no champions, you know, last season's a wrap, we're starting from scratch. Has there been any chatter about that recently? I know they've been floating ideas left and right. It's just basically the key thing now is almost, I think, the revenue. Because it's like you get the revenue from a whole season. There's certain, like, escalators. All the cable and TV contracts. Like, a lot of these cable and TV contracts say a certain amount of games have to be broadcast on networks. So a lot of the networks want the regular season games brought back so they can finish out that. They were, like, just shy of, like, 85% of the games or something. But there's a lot of each way that you know, no matter what you do it it's definitely going to be a compromised situation because not everyone everyone's going to not everyone is going to be happy yeah and supreme what i've heard is that no one's talking about i guess canceling the season and starting up next season it's more of rumors of how can they make this happen can they do can they do like a a playoff in Las Vegas or for the NHL, can they do a playoff at the Key Bank Center and the Harbor Center or can they go or are they gonna go to North and South Dakota to get it done? But I mean realistically, if my bet was on it, it would say NHL NBA playoffs are not gonna happen. I think college sports in the fall are in big trouble. Um, I think NFL's gonna start off with no fans. So it's we're in for a crazy three, four months ahead to see what's seriously gonna happen because the talk has been that there's going to be this second wave that hits. So if this second wave of the virus hits in August, I mean, what's going to happen? Does the NFL then push back four or five weeks? Right. So it's a lot that 
up in the air right now. Yeah, because I, I definitely saw those reports, and they were interesting to see the reports as sort of like bittersweet as they were seeing that there was a potential for playoff hockey at the Harbor Center because everything, you know, the arena, the Harbor Center, and the hotel are all connected. It could be like sort of quarantined in a sense. Um, so it was very interesting. I just hadn't seen anything much recently because um, it seems like most of the states and governors across the country, they're more focused on, you know, opening low-risk businesses, understanding how important sports are to revenues for, for the economies where there are professional franchises. But I think it'll be, it'll be definitely be interesting to see what ultimately ends up happening. Um, same thing with baseball. I mean, they're trying to go with like a shortened season, shake, shake up all the divisions. I think it would be a lot of fun. I mean, this is, this is, these are uncharted territories that we're in as a society. I'd, I'd be in favor of like, however sports comes back, you know, I've, it, whether there's fans or not, I'll probably enjoy it. You know, it, it might be a little goofy for this season, probably next season yeah. too. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, you had the you had the UFC on Saturday. How interesting was that? You had no fans. You talk. You mean the fighters were saying that they could hear the announcers. Us as view us as viewers, we could hear their coaches and trainers telling them what to do. Kick them in the calf. Kick them in the calf. Like I mean, it's like it's hilarious that now as viewers, you can literally listen and hear what's exactly happening you know obviously for UFC that's much easier it's a smaller you know arena whatever you want to call it ring whatever but like it's just I think it's a really cool thing that we're going to have to start to get used to in all sports and you know when Josh Allen throws a touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs it's going to be really weird with no potentially no fans in the stands and how they're going to be celebrating is there going to be fake crowd noise like Hey, you know, it's, it's, like I said, the very crazy four or five months ahead. Yeah, the shout song with no fans. Yeah. That'd be nuts. We'll, we'll all be doing it at home. But. Yeah, that'll be devastating. Shout song with no fans. Do it all. People said, I mean, there's been a lot of talk. Now, this goes back to the Buffalo bracket. Going out in the round of 64, the drive-in. People are saying the drive-in could be a huge spot for some of these Bills games. No, thanks. Won't be there. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll either be at my... My cousin's Don Allen. Oh, you're not going to be at the drive-in, Al? You're not going to be at Charlie the Butcher with a beef on whack, Al? No, this has nothing to do with beef on whack and the drive-in. I am not going to, to watch a Bills game at the drive-in. Get me to the Voodoo Lounge. Get me to Winding. Get me to Lafayette. Get me to Studio... You know what I mean? Give me the Studio... Like, I'm just... I'm sorry. I, it's just not... It's, it's not an option for me, but... And it's not like I said, it's got nothing to do with what happened in the best of Buffalo bracket. Uh, no doubt, but a strong comeback by the transit drive-ins. I would love to think that that poll would shake out a lot differently if we redid that matchup right now. Considering they're, I mean, they're getting real creative with things too. I, I've heard some rumblings that uh, local high schools are trying to do their ceremonies for seniors, graduating seniors, at the drive-ins, for example. I think it's going to be insane to try and get into that place. I think what everybody's thinking is like, oh my God, the drive-ins are back. Like something is back that we can do that's like social, social but also responsible. I mean, it's gonna, there's going to be a line all the way up Transit Road, all the way to Ryan Thomas's house to get into that place. Are you kidding me? They might have the Lockport Loudmouth be the master of ceremonies. Can you imagine? <laughs> Him out front with a megaphone. Graduating valedictorian. <laughs> all right, oh, yeah. let's get back to sports being back. We got... You Shout out to Brian Thomas's Uncle Dana getting it done this past weekend, giving us some action. Yeah, got us some action. And wait, I know this is being recorded Tuesday night. We have UFC tomorrow. 
We have USC Saturday. We have German soccer Saturday and Sunday. I think Fox Sports 1 is showing some of the big games. We have the Darlington 400 and NASCAR on Sunday at 3.30. And then we have a skins match in golf with uh, we got uh, two two zones. We got Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson taking on the, I believe, the Oklahoma State grads, Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. So I'm telling you right now, the most thing I'm excited for is the skins match on Sunday, getting you ready for the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, what that force is going to be going on a couple weeks after that. Yeah, don't sleep on that. 12 days from Tiger, Phil, Brady. Manning. It's gonna be I mean, that'll be entertaining TV. I don't care who you are. They're gonna find a way to make that good. And I think these guys are gonna find a way to make it good. If you've ever followed any of those guys on social media or anything like that, they really know how to like have a good time. I mean, I'm not saying that in an appropriate way. They just like to have fun with each other. Boys will be boys. Nothing inappropriate, nothing sexist, nothing like that, but just you know, when you're hanging out with your friends, and that's the kind of vibe that I think we're all looking for. We're looking for some fun home cooking type content, and that's going to be uh, what those golfers will give us. So it'll be very interesting to see that, Supreme. No doubt. I think with Ricky Fowler, he's someone that I've had the chance. I was lucky enough to see him up close and personal out at the Waste Management Open the past few years. And seeing a laid-back type atmosphere at that tournament um, and how he interacts with the fans, I know that there won't be any, I would imagine, for this tournament but seeing how he interacts on a more casual level um it's one of the reasons that i like following the pga tour the way that i do just seeing how these guys are when they're not completely you know augusta national buttoned up you know time and place for that but it'll be really really fun to watch between you know that that little skins match and also you know the big uh foursome with with tiger and the boys to follow yeah so that matchup real quick Tiger and Peyton Manning versus Phil and Tom Brady. Clearly, you're going to have Tiger Woods' pairing be the favorite. They're minus 175. I kind of like the underdog there. I like the lefty Phil and Tom Brady at plus 150. I think that's obviously the 175 is getting hammered because of Tiger. But I'll take the underdog. Tom Brady's a dog, plus 150. <coughs> Come on. Yikes. How long ago was the match? It was in November, right? It feels like it was forever ago. So it wasn't obviously this past Thanksgiving. It must have been the one. The one before that, I believe. It yeah. was the one thing. It was the one more. But all I'm saying is Phil taunting him with that trophy. You're telling me that the, the Jordan mentality isn't going to Tiger a little bit? I don't think anyone has the Jordan mentality, man. I don't. I think especially in a matchup like this, it's – I don't. we'll see. We'll see how serious Tiger takes a, mat, a match like this, but I still like the underdog with Phil and Tom. Regardless if they win or not, you know that Phil's doing one thing. Hitting bombs. Oh, oh I can't wait for Phil's Twitter videos before that match. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? He's going to be in the gym. Oh. And then how about urban soccer? I mean, we got six matches on Saturday, two matches on Sunday. Bayern Munich's back. You got Dortmund. You got Wolfsburg. You got Schalke. Or I don't know how to pronounce it. Elders would probably be pissed right now. But... Just German soccer be back. Premier League's looking like June 1st. So, I mean, you can clearly see sports are coming back. It's a matter of time. Open the damn Buff Creek. Get me to Presque Isle. I'll go wherever it takes. Just get something open. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to defer to Burrs and Ty B for, for the uh, European soccer. Can't say I watch too much of it myself, but just a very good feeling that we're on the right trend with sports coming back. I might I might mess around and watch it. If there's nothing else to watch. I mean, if you remember, I was never a big, like, Cox and Cannons guy. 
But what's the uh, what's the review process in Bundesliga? Uh, say it again. Because you have the uh, is it the tar? What is the what's the review? Oh, the bar, the bar in uh, Premier League, right? I think I think it's bar everywhere. It's bar everywhere. So I didn't know it. I didn't know if the bar was used right away. But the bar is the most exciting part of these games. It's like the equivalent of like the boot throwing the challenge flag. It's just great. Yeah, and they're gonna take another look at this. Oh, and you know, like speaking of the VAR, how much it saved some of my unders over the past final couple of oh, years. Oh, the VAR is an under God. The VAR is an under God. Oh, it's it's absolutely insane. I mean, you're looking this weekend. Bayern's playing at noon. Over unders two and a half. The over two and a half is minus two thirty eight. You can easily see a late tar to put. I mean, to push that thing under. <laughs> You could, you could, and that's what makes it great. Like, and then some score mobile, like, like score mobile and score updates have not adjusted to like bar. Like, when when the bar is going on, the game should be like flashing on the screen. Like, it's the biggest thing they have. Instead, they'll just put the goal up and then they'll take it away. All right, folks. One of the final topics of the night. We gotta talk about the bill schedule. We gotta talk about it. it was released on Thursday night at eight p.m. The release happening all day. Shout out Frank and Chitawaga. The source for Bradley Gelber. Um, but, I mean, you look at that schedule, the first thing that jumps out to me, and this is the thing that's kind of crazy to me, is like, you know, a lot of people are booking trips, booking flights, buying tickets. You got Miami, Vegas, and Nashville. Three out of four weeks, the first five games of the season. So after that opener, those are three out of four road games. People love to travel to Miami. People love to go to Vegas. People love to go to Nashville. Pretty crazy how that... That part of the schedule got cramped that early in the season. And it's tough for me, Maniac, Supreme. We love to travel. We love to go to games. I, I mean, how do you go to Na- how do you go to Nashville and Vegas back to back? That's going to be – that will be a tricky one. And, I mean, that, that's assuming that we would be able to go there um, for argument's sake. I mean, that's a tough, tough swing. Because it would be, be – correct me if I'm wrong, but Vegas, then Nashville for weeks four and five? Or do I have that backwards? Yeah. Yes. So no, you're good. Oh man! I mean, you're coming back. I, I think it's weeks three and four, though, right? Because it's isn't it week three and or no? Sorry, I might be yeah. overstepping. I think it's I think it's four and five. Either way, yeah, I mean, week, yeah, week four is week five is Nashville. Week six, you're home to the Chiefs on Thursday night football. Oof. You want to talk about a three week gauntlet? I mean, it's just impossible mindset wise for me to think about going Vegas, Nash, Vegas, and then on short rest. Kansas City Thursday night, which is basically the biggest game that the Bills have hosted since, I would say, Rex Ryan week two. Yeah. Remember yeah. against the Patriots? Remember the hype? I would say that that, that would be the biggest game. So that was five years ago. Yeah, that was wow. that was the attempt to break the world record, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and then they just, yeah. they pummeled us. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Rex Flash Ryan was blitzing all day, and they ran for, like, eight yards of carry. Oh. Uh, yep. Oh yeah, and we started and off that strong too. Oh, yikes! Yeah, that that was that was one of those classic Bills games where it's so much fun until like twenty minutes into the game, and then it's this oh no, oh, yeah. oh no, and that oh no, and it just keeps happening. So yeah, it's a I I, I love the look of the schedule. The primetime Bills four primetime games. I mean, I, and yeah. I was thinking we'd get maybe like two or three. I know we made the playoffs last year, and we have a you know a great team. Added Diggs in the offseason, had a great draft. I don't think I don't know if the draft really had anything to do with it. Um, 
based on the delay in the schedule coming out. But I mean, the team is looking great. The schedule is looking great. And, you know, there's a lot of really interesting matchups. I think it'll be a good time to sort of test ourselves versus the NFC West, you know, because Seattle's no slouch. San Fran, you know, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Arizona, not too worried about them, but the Rams, do they have a little bit of a bounce back? Because, you know, Rams didn't have a great year last year. They're in the Super Bowl the year before. So it'll be, I, th- I think it'll be interesting to put the Bills to the test for that division in particular. Yeah, I mean, you're looking one through, you know, weeks one through 17. This schedule is nothing like last year. I mean, think of how easy last year's schedule was. You'd be able to go through that Bills schedule and easily say, when, 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 when. You look at this one, nothing's a guaranteed win. And obviously people say they should sweep the Dolphins and sweep the Jets. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I just – I'm not willing to say that right now. I mean, who knows if Donald progresses? The Dolphins got better on defense. They added some um, some weapons on offense. You still have Fitzpatrick. I mean, I'm sorry. Fitzpatrick went into New England week 17 and knocked them out of the one seat. Like, it's – there, I'm looking at the schedule. I do not see a single game other than home to the Jets and home to Miami, which is that's where I'd say it's probably the easiest locks per se. That's it. So it's going to be very interesting, especially with an over/under win total of nine, which is insane for Bills fans. We haven't seen this in I don't know how many years. I mean, I've been gambling since I've been like 18 years old. I'm usually I usually see six, six and a half. So nine. I don't know. It's it's. Golden Rockers out. It's going to be one holiday season. Fans or not. Huge credit to McBean for changing the perspective around the organization. Like you said, it was six or seven for so long. That's the biggest thing. Else. So this this really shows how much the perspective has changed. Because last year, you're like, you're saying, oh, it was an obvious win. When remember at the start of the season, underdog at the Jets, underdog at the Giants, only yep. six point favorites over the Bengals, which they didn't cover. Yep. Underdog against the Patriots. Underdog against the Titans. So it's all about shaping that perception. Right now, the schedule looks tough. If this Bills team is as good as we're expecting them to be, obviously, yeah, it wouldn't shock me to see them 3-1 and one going into that uh, Kansas City game. I'm sorry, 4-1 and one going into the Kansas City game. Yeah, I mean, like, it, like it's going to be very, very interesting. I'm excited. I just, at the end of the day, I hope, I mean, like you said, there's so many variables. We don't know what's going to happen. I would love to be able to go to Arizona you know, midway through November or make the road trip to San Francisco, you know, in December. You know, that's what I'm crossing my, finger, my fingers for. But at this point, I'm not booking anything. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to Las Vegas if I have to wear a mask at the roulette table at the Bellagio. Like, I'm, it's just, it's not happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat right now. Find me local. We'll be covering the games, you know, the way yep. that we do it for Trainwreck Sports. We'll have coverage all over the place for them. But, yes, I that Arizona – November matchup that 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 caught my eye big time. Because if it's if things are good to go, you know, or things are open enough in society at that point, that's a that's a five star lock for me to be there. Maniac, how about you? All I'm saying is a mask might keep Al from the roulette table, but will it keep Vertino from the roulette table? Now, here's the thing. We have a great schedule on paper. Obviously, we knew going in the opponents were great, and it would be absolutely awful if this year was not allowed for fans so that people could go and enjoy these awesome road destinations. If you guys could, would you flip a switch and change the December and uh, the September and December games? Because the first thing that thought to me was, 
I would really like to be like in Nashville in like November or December when I could like get that weather advantage. You know what I mean? Same thing with Vegas. Going from Vegas in Buffalo to Vegas in September, you might be going from 79 to 83. Like, you might not even be getting, like, it might not even be that much of a difference. I thought we got kind of shortchanged on that potential weather, uh, you know, uptick. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that take. The final four games are all except, oh, yeah, I forgot, Miami's and Buffalo. So, yeah, those final four games are all snowy Buffalo, West New York, tight weather conditions. You're right, Maniac. I could not agree with that more. I mean, you got to go to you got to go to Denver in December. That could be a good yeah, one. That's not fun. No, no, it's never worked out for us. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah, I would. I would love a flip. Get those early matchups at the end of the year for more weather wise and and for you know ability to attend the game. I think that'd be a win win. Hey, gotta love though Miami coming to Buffalo week seventeen. For a, chance, uh, for a chance to clinch, give me two feet of snow. No Ricky Williams running for 200 yards, I'm okay with this. <laughs> hey, Ricky Williams can run for 200 yards if the scoreboard says what it says at the end of that day, which is at the Bills won. Exactly. So, guys, I think it's time for some shout-outs. I'm going to start with my first shout-out. I got to shout-out Brad Ryder. One, killing it with these 1 a.m. poker games. Two, was the only person, the only person who messaged me back and said the Bills would have four prime, <laughs> four prime time games. He's the only person that said it. He messaged hey, You know, credit to him where it's due. I mean, that was a pretty hot take. Four prime timers. People were saying like two, two and a half with line at most. Yep. I would say the old runner would be, yeah, 2.25. What is that? The Asian-Japanese line for Ozmakers? 2.25. Yeah, the, the AZN. The AZN. Yep. Don't forget, with that Denver game being on potentially a Saturday, it could be five, right? Yeah, that's that Saturday, Sunday flip-flop. So, yeah, you could have, what, four in a row? Yeah, four in a row. But you can be back at Rec Room on a Saturday in December with huge playoff implications. I could imagine. By the way, shout-out to Rec Room. So a lot of these local businesses are getting ready to reopen. Obviously, Rec Room missing out on the mobs and mobs of people that would be there right now. Chris uh, from Rec Room actually just messaged me a couple days ago. Plan for this season, shutting down Chippewa, watching the games outside on a projector. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so they're going to shut down the block, turn it into a block party for those first couple weeks, obviously. So it'll be in September when the weather's nice and everything. But great plan. You love to see these local businesses getting enthusiastic about the idea of coming back. So shout out to them. And shout out to uh, some of the train wreck uh, newcomers we've had in the past couple weeks. Yeah. Shout out to... Yeah. Great. But that first article, Netflix reviews, that was money. Yep. Most of Amber's on the rocks keep continuing through its uh, season one. Yep. No doubt about it. No doubt. But hey, I think for my shout out, I'm going to shout out all the fine folks working at the local grocery stores, especially Wegmans. Because uh, both my younger sisters work there currently. Um, as I alluded to in the beginning of the show, you know, while we're all staying at home, staying safe, they're the ones who are really out there making things happen for us so that we can get our groceries safely, yeah. efficiently. Um, and yeah, I mean, can't say enough about that, you know, with what they're doing right now. And uh, yeah, very grateful for it. Aside from Wegmans steamrolling their competition all the way to the final four in the best of Buffalo bracket. Steamrolling our competition. That's what we're about doing, boys. This train never stopping. It's rocking. It's rolling. Again, shout out to the whole team. And I got to say the overarching shout out that I know we're a, bit, a little bit late on here. Huge shout out to the moms. I mean, this train would not be rolling. 
this train would not be never stopping if it wasn't for them. No, I, I can't agree more. I feel like my mom has like, you know, if you have a job title on LinkedIn, my mom's got like seven or eight of them, at least. You know what I'm saying? For the stuff she does for me over the course of my 29 years of life, it's just, yeah, there's no words can describe, you know, what, you know, your mom means to you. So, and I know obviously Supreme, you feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to D. Big supporter of the train. You know, always staying up to date on our content, but... Yeah, the things that we do creatively, I get it straight from her. Um, and, I mean, countless things that she's done, you know, not just recently, but o- over the course of my life, uh, you know, that, to get us to where we are today. You know, can't say enough about it. And uh, big shout out to her. Seriously. Hey, guys, it's been great talking to you again. First train wreck tonight in how many weeks, months. It's a great feeling. I had a blast doing this. So, you know, final shout out, Casos Pizza. Thank you once again. And like we've been saying at all, and producer Burst has been saying every single verse on the rocks, stay safe, stay healthy, stay thirsty. Good night now.